If you're not working at finding a better way to get your value proposition put out there and delivered, then you're never going to get better at what you're doing. And you're never going to be fully fulfilled or succeeded at what you're doing until you've actualized the goals that you have set out for yourself. My name is Dimitri and I'm a productivity and systems enthusiast. I'm Chance. I'm a philosophy and self-development enthusiast. And you're listening to the Rise Productive Podcast. The show where productivity meets business. And what it means to build better systems. Now grab a mug and join us for the Productive Brew. The competitor to be feared is one who never bothers about you at all, but goes on making his own business better all the time. Henry Ford. I don't really care about what a lot of other people are doing in their businesses outside of looking at it for inspiration to increase the growth rate of my own. I don't really care about whether they're working more than me or less than me or making the effort to do some sort of initiative that is going to completely change the way Notion is being built or whatever they're doing on a daily basis. I, I genuinely do not care. What I care about is making the most amount of time for the things that I'm doing in my business that contextually makes sense for me. And the reason for this is that if you're not inspired to do things consistently for your work and you're not getting yourself to be motivated via the passion that you have for your business, then you're not running a successful business. Because if you stop, if you take any foot off the gas, any pedal off the metal, you're falling behind your competition. I'm not saying you have to work 90 hour weeks and be a complete freak. But what I'm saying is unless you're working smarter and working harder than your competition, somebody is going to be doing that better than you. And then it comes back to what do you want out of your business? Are you going to be the person who is the market leader? Are you going to be the person who's really good in this space? Are you going to be the person who is really good at serving X amount of clients? If you're not working at finding a better way to get your value proposition put out there and delivered, then you're never going to get better at what you're doing. And you're never going to be fully fulfilled or succeeded at what you're doing until you've actualized the goals that you have set out for yourself. I don't want to get into the whole actualization is real or not real argument, but there is something to be said about the habits that you create via actualizing end up causing the very thing to happen. For example, if you fundamentally believe that you are going to grow your revenue by 50% this year and you've just like actualized it in your head and you envision it, you're probably going to get there just because you're going to do different things in order to get yourself to get there. It's not like you sit down and you go, oh yes, I will receive 50,000 in revenue this year. And then it just happens. You're going to have the mindset to then do the thing that makes it happen. It's sort of a goal setting thing in its own way. That's a bit of hypnosis as well. But doing those kinds of things to make sure that you are the best in your field and not allowing yourself to stop is really important. I learned this in sports often because I was in a sport where you had to run a lot for marginal gains. You had to run a lot. I ran somewhere between 60 to 80 miles a week for the majority of my high school and college years because that is what was needed in order to compete with competition. And that is what was needed in order to make myself better and better in the sense that other people weren't going to not do it. So I had to at least do that in order to compete against them and be who I wanted to be. And you can find a lot of those different parallels to sports and business creep up on you, just like the one I just gave for running. If you're making making one piece of quality content a week and your competitors are making two, you're kind of falling behind them. Now, there's a lot of context as to algorithmically, what does that mean? However, conceptually, you hopefully get my point. If you're not putting in the work or at least the same amount of work as your competitors, then you're falling behind them. And that can mean something detrimental to your business as well as you know your opinion on the business. If you don't feel passionate about it, then you're going to fall out of love with it. And that's going to be a whole thing. Focus on finding ways to stay on top of your workload and not take an excessive amount of 
days off and not fall into the trap of the digital guru who barely works. Because for me, at least, I'm not sure whether those people are truly fulfilled. I think we all inherently want to work and we have passions that we want to go towards. However, there's a lot of different peddling of ideas that it's not maybe what you should be doing because work-life balance is above all else and is the most important thing on the planet right now. Work-life balance is important. But if you make your work close to what the life part of that equation should feel like, then it completely throws off. If you guys liked this episode of The Productive Brew, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to get this delivered to you as a newsletter, please make sure to go to riseproductive.com newsletter and you will get this delivered as an email. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next one.